0: Controlling, the net is empty, he throws it down, and in! He's got a goal! Martin Brody!
1: The hockey gods are Red Wing fans too, it appears. Eisen, the track
0: The lady have done it! They have done it! The They've it back to back! Unbelievable. So, oh, are, you, are you ready? I'm so ready. You're so ready for this? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So here we are. This is episode one. We are shut your five hole and listen.
1: And for those of you who don't know what a five hole is, we'll teach you that in another
0: episode. We will. We're going to keep you – we're going to have some anticipation. We're going to keep you wondering what a five-hole is if you don't know what a five-hole is, but just keep keep imagining what a five-hole is. I mean, you can Google it. It's fine. So, who are you? I am Muffy. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie. And we decided – we've been talking about this literally for years, right? Uh, yeah at least three years (laughs) at least three years we are avid hockey fans how long have you been watching the hockey
1: um since i was itty bitty i would probably say four or five years old and who who has been your ride or die
0: team since that
1: time uh big detroit red wing fan right here what about you stephanie Wait,
0: before we get there, you need to tell my favorite story about you as a child and what you called a certain player.
1: All right, all right, all right.
0: <laughs> I feel like we're diving a little too far into
1: this, but yeah, all they right. Gotta, they got to get to know us. They got to get to know us right off the bat. All right. So uh, Dino Cicerelli, big player for the Detroit Red Wings in the 90s, and uh, watching a hockey game with my dad and sitting there, a little puzzled face as a child going, this doesn't seem right. And the next words that came out of my mouth were, Dad, why is Cinderella playing hockey?
0: (laughs) I don't know why it tickles me to this day. Well, you know, Disney princess, hockey, what else could you want? That is true. The other thing is everyone needs to know we do have a deep history in the world of Disney, which will probably come out, and we can't stop it. Disney and drag queens. We're not going to be able to stop We just can't. We just can't.
1: All right, Stephanie, you got to tell us about your ride or die team and how long you've been watching hockey. So
0: I similarly have been watching hockey with my dad since I was a wee bit of a thing. Uh, But I am a Jersey girl. I grew up, you know, in that time where the Devils were like almost dynasty level, like fell in love with the sports right around the time where they won that first Stanley Cup had a huge, huge, like ridiculous crush on Peter Sikora <laughs> to the point where like I had a crush on Peter Sikora. My friends like Patrick Elias and my other friend like Jason Arnett, and they were the A-line and we would literally walk down our halls of our high school wearing our hockey jerseys in the order of their line because that's not nerdy at all. <laughs> not at all. So, you know, I'm going to get real – I'm going to get real passionate about some gold situations because even though Martin Brodeur might be the biggest dick in the world, Shostorkin might be up there now. He was a mm-hmm. really big baby during the playoffs. He really was. I mean, we go from Lundqvist, who was literally the king. The king. So classy. <laughs> so classy. And then I'm like, you're being a baby. You're being a cranky yeah. baby. We'll get into that. But like, yeah. Jersey, ride so or die. NJ Devils. You can all and shove you know, it. we
1: both grew up in an era where our teams were good. Yes, winning and now cups. they suck. <laughs> I know. So this is going be, to be a
0: Although,
1: little tough. But
0: I feel like they're both in, like, legitimately rebuilding years where they might be good this year.
1: It is true. Unlike my Detroit Tigers or not Tigers, Lions shirt that I bought the other day that says rebuilding since 1957.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I feel like the Mets are just going to find a way to crush my soul. And I'm like, I'm, I'm hopeful, but also they haven't won, 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 what's that called, the World Series, <laughs> since I was
1: born. Okay, but the Lions have never been to a Super Bowl. So fair, fair, you got me there. <laughs> but
0: this is this, but is this is a
1: hockey podcast. It is a hockey podcast, and there's one more team we have to talk about to let these people know what oh, they're going to be yeah, hearing about. We let them know. <laughs> so. Stephanie and I became friends uh, down here in Florida. And yes, we live in Florida. Sh- don't judge. <laughs> yes, please don't judge. Uh, because we found this love of hockey within each other, we uh, became Tampa Bay Lightning fans. And mm-hmm. they have had mm-hmm. a good run
0: while we've been living down here. <laughs> they really have. I've never been prouder of a team that lost the Stanley Cup. And also, fuck you, Colorado Avalanche. You crush my dreams all the time. Yeah. Sorry, last time you won a cup, crushed my dreams. Crushed my dreams this time. I mean, I get it, you're good, it's fine, but at least, you know.
1: But. But. <laughs> every time the Avalanche have won the cup, the Red Wings have won it the following year. So, you know, See? could be a good year for me.
0: <laughs> could be a good year for you. Could be a good year for you. I mean, I'm a little sad that my, the love of my life, P.K. Subban, has retired. And it's a little sad. <laughs> But the Devils actually look pretty good. And I got to keep Andre Pilate. So there's that. There you go. We're, there you we're go. Already, we're already, we're on a good, we're on a, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm hopeful, cautiously optimistic. All
1: right. So let's tell everyone how we have structured this podcast. So they're going to get the most out of hockey news, learning the mm-hmm. rules, and mm-hmm. seeing how ridiculously crazy we are when we talk about the sport we love.
0: Yes. So we split it up. It's like a hockey game. We got three periods. What's the first period?
1: That's going to be our game recaps and hockey
0: news. And then the second period, we're going to teach you a little bit about the basics because we, um, we, we're we, we both marketing and communications people. So, like, not going to lie, we're really into the hockey is for everyone thing. So we're going to lean hard into that and probably be a little bit better about the NHL. Well, then the <laughs> NHL, I can't talk. It's Totally fine. It's fine. Uh, but it's we fine. want you to learn the sports. We want you to find a love of it. And we want you to be able to go to a game and know what you're talking about. So the old dudes behind you that inevitably sit behind you and think they know what they're talking about. You can be like, mm, no, that actually wasn't offsides, dude.
1: There will always be an old man sitting behind you who <laughs> thinks he knows all the rules. There will always.
0: Ways be. Actually, this-
1: they may not even be old. We've had many of guys our
0: ages sitting
1: behind us that were like, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true. We want to create a safe place for you. I'm sorry if safe place is a trigger for you. If it is, don't listen. But it's we're like your friends that you can ask anything about the sport that you might be too afraid to ask when you're at a game with like, you know, your friend – Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your girlfriend's boyfriend, your (laughs) – I don't know. I'm just making things up now. It's cool. It's fine. And then the third period. What happens in the third period? Anything
1: goes. So this is our random topic time – anything It could be, you know, talking about players' Instagrams. It could be, you know, the ridiculous nicknames we've come up for people throughout the years. Um, this is just going to be a fun free-for-all topic.
0: Yeah, and then if shit gets crazy, we're just, we're going to have to go into overtime. I'm sorry. Yep. We just aren't. Yep. It just happens sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it happens. And, you know, if it gets really crazy around the playoffs, we might have to go to a double overtime. Double overtime.
1: All right, well, what do you say we get this game started?
0: Yes, let's get this game started. Puck dropped. So we watched, I think, a singular preseason game together.
1: We we did. We watched the Maple Leafs versus the Senators, and I think we picked the worst preseason game to watch.
0: We did, but then the Senators came back and won it. So, But it was very boring into the last five minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah, it definitely was, especially compared to some of the other preseason games that kind of like peeked in on that we're having, like, crazy penalties happening and things like that. And I was like, huh, we did not pick what, the best game to watch. But that's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. You never know what you're going to get.
0: You never know what you're going to get a hockey game. We're I, So I, I'm just going to put out there what my biggest beef is with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it's not sure. even so much the Maple Leafs. It's more about, like, announcers. Mm-hmm. Like, Austin mm-hmm. Matthews does not make a team. Like, he's good. Like, don't get me wrong. He's good, but they like ride it all on Austin Matthews. There is a whole plethora of other people there. It's true. It's true, and they do have some other, you know,
1: skilled players on that team that don't get nearly the same amount of airtime as Austin Matthews. I mean, I, maybe they all need to grow a
0: porn stash, and then we'll help them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does have the porn stash. That's not. Such a great look.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Some people might like it. They might. They might. Not my style. Not my style either, but it drives me crazy. Like, when you watch a Maple Leafs game, it's Austin Matthews, Austin Matthews, Austin Matthews. There's other people on the team. Do I remember their names right now? No. But... That's because we only (laughs) hear about Austin Matthews. (laughs) I mean, I could Let me look them up.
1: Well, we have to remember that John uh, Tavares is on the Maple Leafs as well. That is true. Because there was a lot of drama when he left the Islanders and went to the Maple Leafs.
0: So, I'm gonna go on my New York rant. I go back and forth between which New York team and I don't count Buffalo I'm talking about (laughs) New York metro area sure like I go back and forth on like which team yes we're we're jumping here like which New York team I love and hate and like for a really long time I was can't stand the Rangers but I'm really into the Islanders and then the Islanders kind of became a bunch of thugs and then I don't know why like again fantastic goalie but Shesterkin annoyed the shit out of me so much during the playoffs where I'm like do I like the Islanders again <laughs> but then I'm like okay well the Islanders at this point it's just like well the Lula Lamarillo show and he just picked off all of the devils I used to like so am I just liking the devils when the devils were bad
1: maybe Take note, everyone. It is October, the start of the season. Let's see where Stephanie ends up with the Islanders and the Rangers by April when we end the season. (laughs) That's fair. That is a very fair question.
0: The Islanders did have an excursion I saw in the offseason to go see the Mets.
1: Oh, well, your favorite baseball team.
0: Which is, yeah, it is my favorite baseball team. I mean, how could you not... We'll get to mascots later, but, like, (laughs) how could you not love a mascot that's just a giant baseball head? well, sure. I mean, so what else did you think came out of that game we watched? Like, preseason, maybe it's just preseason in general. What are your thoughts on preseason in general?
1: I mean, preseason is always slower. There's, you know, people out there that are still trying to earn their spot on the team. So it makes for a totally different game, you know, you're not there seeing the stars, although Austin Matthews was playing in that game. You know, he needed his practice too, apparently. I mean, you can't keep that mustache down. You
0: cannot keep that mustache down.
1: (laughs) Uh, But I do think that if you are brand new to hockey, preseason is not what you want to go see. You are not going to get the same thrill and excitement out of it as you would going to a regular season game.
0: It is true. I mean, I think... Hockey is very similar to basketball. I feel like it's one of those sports you need to watch it live. It's Absolutely. There's so much going on behind the puck that it's hard to watch it on TV.
1: If you haven't watched it live. Yeah, if you haven't watched it live. You're not going to get that same emotional tie-in to it as you do when you are in the arena watching the
0: craziness unfold. And some of it is not even just what goes on the ice. Like, depending on what team you're playing, the fans can get bananas – that is true too like totally bananas
1: in addition to preseason this year they added the NHL global series where we had teams playing international teams during the preseason and i'm not sure how i feel about that
0: you really when you do that there is a home team to root for for mm-hmm. The local fans, like when we went and we saw the game in Sweden, there was, and China, there there wasn't a home team for people to root for. Granted, China wouldn't have had one anyway. But like Sweden, <laughs> they're known for their hockey. That said, seeing the smile on Victor Hedman's face when he, his own national anthem came on. Priceless. And I think
1: the other argument you can make with Sweden is because there were Swedish players on both the Sabres and the Lightning, there were still local fans there that were just excited to be able to see people return to their homeland and play in this huge game. That is also true. You didn't get that in China.
0: No, but what we did get was that little boy that was in front of us who became such a fan, but that at the end of the first period made his father buy him a jersey. That is true. And see, this is part of the
1: reason we are making this podcast. We want you guys to be big hockey fans too. And go yeah. out and buy that jersey after you watch your first
0: game. And I mean, maybe you have a funny jersey. I have a funny jersey. We'll tell you about it at a different yes. point in time that Muffy's <laughs> father procured for me from a different country. Oh, uh, so good. But I don't know. I I actually think if we're gonna, if you're really going to highlight the best of the NHL, like I like it when it's two NHL teams playing against mm-hmm. each other.
1: And granted, they did that too after the preseason games. I wonder
0: what I didn't realize that the, the two games that the Predators and the Sharks are playing, they count. Yeah. Those are their openers. Like, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. So,
1: well, everybody's been talking about the, you know, Lightning Rangers game as the season opener... These games really happen before that. <laughs> they do. They really actually kick off the NHL season. Just for some reason, we're not talking about that.
0: So the other thing that's happened is the NHL has put out their Super 16 before the season started. And where sure. it net- netted out with all of their people was that the Abs are ranked number one and the Lightning are ranked number two. How do you feel about that?
1: I feel like that's just a cop-out of... These teams made it to the Stanley Cup final. This one won. So let's, you know, put these guys one and two again. And didn't put quite as much thought into it. Yeah, I mean, if you're going by sheer points, though, I mean, that is
0: kind of... I
1: don't know. The Lightning had a rocky season last year and still made it that far.
0: We did. The right. <laughs> the Lightning... Okay, now we're just being homers, but I'm fine with it. Sure, it's fine. The Lightning just, like... They got to the Stanley Cup Finals on pure fumes. Uh Again, I've never been prouder of a team that lost. I'm not entirely sure how they even made it through because everyone was hurt. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh, my. And sorry, total sidebar. We get a full season of my favorite eyebrows. Oh, (laughs) yes. We get a full season of me looking at Nick Paul's eyebrows. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) You, you might get eight seasons. <laughs> I might get eight seasons. I might get eight seasons of eyebrows. His eyebrows are on point. If he were a drag queen, do you know how much <laughs> glue he would need to take a to, like, lot of glue lock those out?
1: A lot of glue. So
0: much glue. So much glue. The
1: one that kind of surprised me on this list was the Minnesota Wild, ranked at number ten. That and is
0: surprising.
1: Yeah, I like I. I'm not even sure where I would put them on the list, but for some reason, just seeing them top ten, I was like, it made me pause and made me think because they had a pretty interesting year last year. They kind of came out of the woodworks. They did. A, they did as a good team, especially once you added um, one of my favorite goaltenders, marc Andre Fleury, who
0: doesn't love him. If you don't love marc Andre Fleury, you don't. You don't have a soul. Like purest, beautiful human being. Purist, purist rolls with the punches. We should all have that type of zen within us. It's true because I mean,
1: you go to Vegas, have a team built around you, get kind of dumped by Vegas, getting yeah. told your shift, getting shipped off to Chicago. Make the best mm. of it. Halfway through that season, you're in Minnesota. Like he just he rolls with the punches, and he's, he's phenomenal. Just,
0: he's just a beautiful soul. Hmm. Hmm. But I agree with you? Minnesota Wild at number ten is was. I think they deserve to be on the list. I don't know if I would have put them that high. Another team that I was actually surprised were as low as they were. I was surprised that the caps were 16. Yeah.
1: And I feel like... And again, I'm not sure where on the list I would put them, but 16 did feel surprising to me.
0: It felt surprisingly low given that, like, Ovechkin, love him or hate him, is still a solid, solid player. Mm -hmm. Like, TJ Oshie... It doesn't Mm -hmm. get much better. They are a tried and true team that you would have thought would have been higher up in this rankings. Yeah. The team didn't change that much to me that would have put them this far down.
1: Yeah. I do think one of their issues is goaltending. I don't feel like they have a solid goaltender the way they did with Holtby when they won the cup.
0: That is true. That I mean, again, you're talking to somebody who since Dora has <laughs> left the building, I haven't had a solid goaltender. And all I wanted them to do was buy a goaltender in the offseason. And then I'm seeing <laughs> alerts that, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood, who keeps getting hurt, is starting in the preseason. So I'm just getting oddged up. But I hear you. I hear you on that. <laughs> but if we're going through it, let's just quickly run through it. They have the abs at number one, the lightning at number two. The Hurricanes at number three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Panthers at four. The Panthers, God bless them. They just, no matter who's on that team, they just choke they all are, the time. That's <laughs> so
1: true. Oh. New
0: York Rangers at number five. Again, I feel like this is a little, a little high. Yeah, I feel like they made it
1: further in the playoffs last year than most people were expecting, Mm -hmm. and they just kind of ran out of gas. And they're a very young team that I think is going to flourish eventually, but they still have a couple years to get there.
0: Yes. Can we also discuss how Jad is the most satisfying (laughs) name to say? (laughs) Uh, I do like him. Number six. Calgary Flames. I mean, I, I guess... I guess I could see that. But Johnny Gaudreau is gone. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put them that high. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) But here here they are. The Edmonton Oilers great vintage logo. (laughs) Connor McDavid's. (laughs) And he's another
1: kind of like uh, Austin Matthews. I feel like the commentators really like to talk
0: about Connor McDavid a lot too. They do like to talk about Connor McDavid, but I feel like they also talk about Drysidle just as much. And I feel mm-hmm. like the combo, at least you've got two people. Sure. <laughs> and Jack Campbell as the goalie, I feel like consistency there will be good for them over the years. I think he signed like a five-year so contract. Too. Actually, it says it right there. He signed a five-year contract. <laughs> there you go. There Toronto you go. Maple Leafs, number eight. Again,
1: they're always going to be great during the regular season, but what can they do when it comes to the playoffs? That's exactly, the big question. Because
0: you can get away during the regular season with one or two stars carrying you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, during the playoffs, like, the Leafs were fire when Nylander and Tavares were Just as on point as Matthews, but Mm -hmm. when things, when they weren't gelling as a team, Mm -hmm. and the Lightning, again, you know, yes, they have superstars, but they play as a team. They always play as a team, and they could have stars hurt. Which we saw with Braden Point the whole (laughs) time, and you could still make it to the playoffs. There's not a lot of teams like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, St. Louis Blues number nine I'm not gonna lie I don't really even know who's there anymore yeah yeah they're one I haven't followed
1: a whole lot so gonna have to pick back up with the St. Louis Blues this year
0: yeah Minnesota Wild number 10 number 11 your favorite team the Pittsburgh Penguins I really (laughs) hate them <laughs> Tell us why you hate the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well,
1: you know, similarly to you and the Colorado Avalanche, you know, killing your dreams. It was those 08-09 seasons with the Red Wings facing the Pittsburgh Penguins back-to-back Stanley Cups. Didn't like that. Red Wings won one year, Pittsburgh won the other year. Then did not like when the Pittsburgh Penguins won back-to-back Stanley Cup because the Red Wings were the... Most recent team to do that before the Pittsburgh Penguins done it. The Lightning, you know, have now won back-to-back cups and dethroned the Pittsburgh Penguins, so, you know, yay for that. I'm one of those people that just can't stand Sidney Crosby, even though he is a phenomenal player. He's a little crybaby, and I even have a t-shirt to prove it, so... (laughs)
0: <laughs> don't be surprised if one day I'm breaking out my Crybaby Crosby t shirt. I, mean, I think that's fine. I do think the Penguins, since they got rid of Flurry, have mm-hmm. had issues in between the pipes. They have. They put a lot of,
1: uh, on Matt Murray, who was definitely a good goaltender, but I don't think he. could carry the team the way that flurry did
0: no i mean again we can talk about the grace of uh mark andre flurry ad nauseum but we could we we could dedicate you know one of our anything goes periods we should we should just have a whole day (laughs) where we just talk about how much we love mark andre flurry we'll just have a segment dedicated to the goaltenders we love because I could talk I like that it. way about... Uh, I could definitely talk that way about Hendrick Lundquist. <laughs> oh, who couldn't? God, beautiful man to this day. Uh, number 12, Nashville Predators. I gotta say, I do love the Nashville Predators.
1: I do too, and I did not always feel that way. The very first time I went to a Predators game, the... Um, The fans were a little interesting. You you felt like you were in like the heart of the South. They were a little redneck, but they've come Uh, around. They love their team. They do. They are Smashville. They are Smashville. In the past couple of times I've been up there, I have really gotten into it and I've liked what they've done with their team over the past few years. I know we talked about P.K. Subban earlier being with the Devils, but when he was at Nashville, I think that was when I really started to kind of get back into that and be like, oh, you guys are really into your sport now and started following along with them more and definitely getting into the Nashville vibe.
0: As people that live below the Mason-Dixon line, even though that is sometimes arguable of how much of a Southerner you are in Florida, (laughs) between the Lightning, the Nashville Predators, and the Dallas Stars, it really shows you that you don't have to be a cold-weather place to have love for your hockey team. Because all three places love their hockey teams. Yeah. Number 13 on this list, L.A. Kings. To me... I think they're as good as, as Jonathan Quick will be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and however he is starts old? this season,
1: he, yeah, he's, old. <laughs> he's old. So however he starts this season, I think, is really going to set the tone for them.
0: I agree. I think, But, you know, again, I'm never going to knock a team that builds your team around your goaltender. Number 15, Boston Bruins. I think you can't really ever have one of these lists without the Bruins being up there. They're yeah. scrappy. They've stopped licking you, which is good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad,
0: Brad Marchand, people to, you know, <laughs> I like them. I don't
1: know. I why. do too. There's that is another. You put a pin in it. Future episode, we can talk about everybody who hates Brad Marchand and. Why we kind of find him to be a lovable weirdo.
0: He's such a lovable weirdo, especially, you know, and one of my favorite licking moments, this is gonna sound strange <laughs> and we're going off topic, was when it's he fine. tried to lick uh, Ryan McDonough. Yeah. Not Ryan McDonough, um <gasps> fuck, my my mother's boyfriend. Ryan oh, Callahan Ryan Callahan. Cause Callie got so pissed. Which he is I love me some Ryan Callahan. <laughs> love him as yeah. a commentator, and rightfully so. You don't want to be licked. No,
1: and that's when they have so to gross. make a
0: rule against licking the other team because oh. of something you did, <laughs> you know what? Just, that's One for ballsy, the record though. books. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's ballsy. And then rounding it out, number sixteen, Washington Capitals. I, you know, we talked about this before, but I do yeah. think that I, I think they should be a little higher up that list. Um, yeah, yeah. So.
1: But hey, so, yeah. Well, once again, we'll see how these rankings shake out when we get to April.
0: But speaking of the Toronto Maple Leafs, one thing that might um, keep them down is Tavares has been ruled out with an injury for the season opener.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, at least it's not Austin Matthews, right? I mean, you. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I, just, I had to, I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> but no, he he is a. a a big player for them. And that is a total loss for the start of the season. But I think it'll all depend on how quickly they can get him back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I misspoke before. They're not there. He's not ruled out, but he Mm -hmm. is injured. He is not that 32 is old, but 32 is getting up there in hockey years. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It is. Um, you know, you don't always bounce back. But that's going to be a big setback for them if they don't get him back quickly. Right. And you know. I mean,
1: if, if they haven't ruled him out for the opener, then maybe he won't be out for very long. Maybe they are optimistic in him coming back. I
0: mean, I think they said that he started skating earlier this week. And today is, as time of recording, is October 6th. But that it might still be at least three weeks. That's a long time. That's, yeah, that's the start a long of your time. season. And if yeah. you get in the hole at the start of your season, it's really hard to get out of it. This the hockey is season is long. It is grueling. You know, you want to start off on the right foot. And it, it could be it, it could be difficult. Yep. Other injuries that could be problematic are the Ottawa Senators goalie who they uh, made a pretty big trade for. Yeah, it's also out for 5 to 7 weeks. Yeah, that's and that's a long time to be
1: out for a goaltender. You're missing a lot of games for that. And again, you want to have a strong goalie in net. I know <laughs> I know we talk about our love of goalies, but and he's he's a great player. Again, he's—I mean—he's getting up there and probably nearing the end of his career, but he's still a—but
0: they were a banking good starter
1: for them, yeah. you know.
0: And you know, with a lot of, with a lot of teams that are splitting time between their goaltenders, the benefit of having a seasoned goaltender like Talbot is that mm-hmm. he's there to train the people that are coming up after him. And if that's yeah. not happening, then you honestly then you get into the situation that the New Jersey Devils got in. Or are in, you know, it's very rare that you see teams have one goalie. Honestly, the only teams that I can think of that rely on one goalie at this point are the New York Rangers and the Lightning. Yeah, that is pretty true. (laughs) You know, so if you're you're banking on a guy that you made big trades for, that's that's tough. That's really tough. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Minnesota is probably like who we dodged a bullet, but maybe that's why they're <laughs> up there on those rankings. <laughs> uh, could be. Could be.
1: All right. So let's get into something a little more fun and interesting and wacky. Seattle announced a new mascot for this season and he's very interesting looking he he's a troll we've learned his name is Bowie. did you i still have not done any research
0: onto trolls in seattle have you and i have not i have not
1: <laughs> but i feel like you know seattle tries to make everything a thing by you know throwing
0: what salmon on the ice that's what they do trying to make that a tradition (laughs) yes i mean we're dating ourselves but the seattle kraken try to make fetch happen all the time (laughs) (laughs) yes instead of just like letting things evolve they just try so hard But yeah. to be fair, I guess they're playing in an arena that Jeff Bezos is trying so hard with Climate Pledge Arena, and then you're going to send your penis rocket up. I digress. So I quickly Googled Trolls Seattle. Uh huh. And there is the Fremont Troll, which is a public sculpture in the Fremont Trolls. neighborhood.
1: All so right. maybe that's
0: what it's from? Where it comes from? All right. I
1: don't know. Uh, If any of our (laughs) listeners are Seattle Kraken fans, please let
0: us know what is up with the troll. Oh, but there is a lovely article in USA Today about Seattle Kraken's new troll mascot, Bowie, confuses hockey fans.
1: Well, I'm glad (laughs) I'm not. So it's not just us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, my God. The article goes on to say the Seattle Kraken officially have a mascot, and it was certainly not what hockey fans were expecting. On Saturday, during the team's preseason game against Vancouver, the Kraken announced their newest mascot, Bowie, a sea troll inspired by Seattle's landmark, the Fremont Troll. All right, so we got the answer there. But a <laughs> sea troll?
1: Is that is that actually a thing? Or are so, we trying to make it a thing because, you know, Kraken.
0: <laughs> I think that. But then it does say instead of an octopus type creature or some other seafaring animal or myth, the Kraken went with the blue haired troll. It does literally look like those troll dolls. Did you have troll dolls or were you too yes, young for troll. troll dolls? No, I had troll dolls. <laughs> they look like the troll dolls. They do. Like, I well, and and the trolls have it trolled- made this
1: comeback with the DreamWorks movie.
0: I know those trolls look like that. Everyone now. does know what those trolls Like I want them to have a jeweled tummy and I want to rub a <laughs> <his> tummy. <laughs> also, I guess we can't say anything because Thunderbug is kinda lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Seattle Kraken fans out there, please, <laughs> please help us.
1: Yeah, we, we would definitely like to know more. Are sea
0: trolls a thing?
1: Where did this come from? <laughs>
0: <laughs> should we take a break and
1: come come back for period two sure sounds like a plan so so we're back we're back we are back ready for puck drop of period two puck drop of period two What
0: what do we got what do we got
1: all right so should we start out with the rule change for this
0: season oh yeah let's talk about the rule change there's
1: only one right There's only one, um, and I'm actually going to let you go ahead and explain this because you read it more
0: in detail than I did. Okay, so this year's rule change, which we will get into in further episodes, how every year I wait with bated breath for the trapezoid to go away. Yeah. It's so dumb. If you want to go back there as a goaltender, it's your own fault if you get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) And if you can't handle the puck that's your problem. Anyway, so the one rule change for this year actually it involve it's more about the refs and more about video review. So in the past if there was a video review of a major penalty, so we're talking about like mainly like stick to the face and there's blood. Fighting, mm-hmm. I guess, too falls into this category. Fighting, yeah. Fighting, anything that that could have blood. Will <laughs> there be blood? This is this is for this. So <sighs> In the past, you if they would review it, if it was challenged, they had two options. They could knock it down to a minor penalty, so they would only sit in the box for two minutes, or the call would stand. Now... They can rescind it altogether. I don't know how I feel about this.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you're calling the penalty on the ice, something has happened enough to make you stop playing and go, hmm, someone needs to go sit in that box. And to then review it and go, oh, never mind, I don't think you need a penalty at all, feels off to me. Especially if we're talking about these are major penalties where, you know, blood.
0: Right, like, to me, it's a major pen. Something has happened that has made mm-hmm. it major. You have either used your stick as a weapon, or you have <laughs> used your fists as a weapon. Something Maybe has even happened. your skate. <laughs> or your skate. There they are so many weapons in this game. You are using something <laughs> that should not be used as a weapon as a weapon. At the very least, you should get a minor penalty. I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. We'll see how much it comes up. Because last yeah, it, year when they changed the slashing rule, touching became slashing. And then true. halfway <laughs> through the season, we kind of just reverted back to... Slashing is slashing. Slashing yeah. is slashing. So we'll see. I mean, again, this is... This I don't think is going to come up as much. Yeah. But it, it does... You know, we could get into the debate of all of the... How much video review is too much video review. How many times do you call Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get Toronto on the phone. (laughs) Gotta get Toronto on the phone. And they gotta stay in that, you know... That circle of trust where no one can go in. The circle yes. of solitude.
1: Yes, the don't talk to me circle.
0: The don't talk to me circle. That's what I was trying for so long to remember what you said. And I could not remember it. And I just kept coming up with other things that were it's not the fine. don't talk to those me were, circle. I mean, those
1: were good. I like the, them. The don't talk
0: to me circle is better.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> well, if you're new to hockey, some of these things we're talking about Probably aren't making sense. Um, So we want to teach you the basics. Should
0: you quickly, though, tell everyone what the Don't Talk to Me circle is?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, probably. All right. So when the refs call a penalty, have some sort of stop and play whatever, there is a little half circle near the boards, near the penalty box, and when the refs are in that circle, the players cannot talk to them, they will not reply to the players, and you will see the captains standing right outside that circle waiting for them to step away from it so that they can put their two cents in about what just happened on the ice.
0: Exactly. And usually they're in there, and they're on their little headsets looking at their little, like, iPads, and we weren't (laughs) joking about their calling Toronto. Like... yeah. That's that where is- all of the major video reviews are. They're literally calling Toronto. <laughs> so now can we pretend that I'm, I'm a wee baby fan and I know nothing?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we want you guys to be prepared if you are going to a game and it's your first time or maybe it's, you know, second or third and you're still trying to figure out what's going on. Um, so we're going to break down some of the basic rules of hockey. And we thought we'd start out with two that are... Happening a lot and can be kind of confusing. The first is offsides. On the ice, you're going to see a blue line, a red line, another blue line. And when the opposing team is skating towards the goal they want to shoot the puck into, they're going to be crossing over that blue line. And if one of those players crosses that blue line before the puck does, that's considered offsides.
0: One of which players? One of
1: the offensive players.
0: The so one of the dudes that has the puck. One
1: of the dudes that has – or wants the puck.
0: Wants the puck. So
1: if they're crossing the line first, they don't have the puck.
0: That is true. So you need to basically – the puck, if you are on offense, needs to cross that blue line in the offensive zone before your buddy does. Yep, that is exactly it. And if that doesn't happen, because there are multiple dudes on the ice in their little zebra shirts, there are the linesmen – Who literally all they do is watch the lines. So everything we're telling you today involves the linesmen. Yes. And then the other dudes are the
1: referees. The referees have the little orange patches on their on their arms. And the linesmen, no joke, are usually the more dramatic of the two. Because, you know, they are.
0: there's not a lot of <laughs> glory in really, being a linesman.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're really protecting those lines and making
0: sure those skates don't go over it. And at this point, they really only have like four lines they watch. Because the center line doesn't really mean anything it, anymore. No, it doesn't. It's just where the face-off happens Yeah, it's just a vestige of yesteryear. Yes. So let's talk about the other line they have to watch.
1: The other line they have to watch is this tiny little red one right by the goal at each end of the ice. And this line helps signal a call called icing. And what icing is, is when one of the players, typically on defense, they get the puck and they want to get it out of their zone super fast so that the team on offense can't score, and they shoot it down the ice all the way down the ice without it touching another player from their team or the other team. So if the puck goes all the way down the ice from one end to the other without anyone touching it, that is considered icing. And in that case, play will stop. The puck will be brought all the way back to where it started, and the players who were on defense who shot the puck down the ice will have to remain on the ice whether they are tired or not, and the other team can bring out fresh players if they want to try and give them that little bit of a competitive advantage.
0: Can you stop icing, or is it automatic? It is automatic these days. (laughs) Yes, it is. There are some instances, though, where you can, depending on where it falls... Falls, yeah. You can outrun it, but yeah, icing it, yeah, is automatic.
1: It, it Back in the old days, the players used to race really fast down there, slam each other into the boards, trying to be the first one to get to that puck. And they still race a little bit, but once it kind of hits that spot that you know it's going to be icing and, that other, and one player's in front of the other, it gets called. It does, yeah.
0: You know, those are your two lines. Those are the two yeah. lines that are watched often.
1: Yes, and that is when you're going to see... Some of the most stops in play happening.
0: The biggest thing with icing is if you do it too many times and your players are out there and they can't change, they get real tired because real hockey shifts tired. are short. Very short. They're very, very short. It's not going to be like a basketball game or like a football game where people are out there for most of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're pretty, they're pretty, pretty short. So are there any exceptions though to that, to that icing? that icing rule is there any time that you are allowed to ice the puck
1: there is and that is when you are killing a penalty and we will talk about penalties and how those occur next episode
0: perfect all right and that's your period too we told you some stuff about the rules if there are any things you have ever seen that you have questions Muffy, tell us where they can like send us stuff and i'm asking you because i don't think i know yet <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you can find us on the major social media channels we're on instagram we're on facebook and we're on twitter look for shut your five hole and listen you can also send us emails at shut five hole podcast at gmail.com. i know it's a little bit long but
0: it's shut your five hole you should be able to remember that Shut your five hole podcast
1: at gmail.com.
0: So, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with just some fun stuff for period three. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're back for the third period and we're just going to talk about some, you know, Instagram fun. Yes, we
1: are going to talk about some of the top photos that the
0: players have posted during the
1: offseason, or at least what we consider their top photos.
0: It's just, it's literally just things that we find appealing. These are, they're really more our top five
1: Yes, season
0: photos, and be sure to
1: follow Five Whole Podcast on Instagram to see the photos we are about to
0: reference. Yes, I'm going to send you my my first my first one, all which right. is this isn't technically it's off season, but it's it's really into preseason, and okay. um, you know, it's it's from that third New York team, you know, the <laughs> one that I said didn't count. <laughs> yeah, all right. Go and for I'm it. sending it your way, and I just want you to open it up and give your reaction, and then th- we'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Is this Nikki? Uh, Nikki's her yes. name, right?
0: Yes. It's a so Yes.
1: Oh, love Nikki. <laughs> love all the hockey dogs. Uh, but there's
0: which, the, the last one, the fourth one, where his little face yes. is on the bench. <laughs> I just want to squeeze it so bad. Yes. Yes. No,
1: I, I am all here for hockey dogs, which I am now going to tell you one of the photos I've selected, which is more of a... It's another carousel on Instagram, and this was posted by the NHL. It wasn't posted by any player specifically, but it is the National Dog Day post where they posted photos of all the hockey dogs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we got Barkley from St. Louis. We had Biscuit in um, Washington. We had Bolt. A brig of bolt from the Tampa got Bay Lightning. He's not
0: such a big boy. Uh, yeah, he's such a big and, boy.
1: And you know, Smash from Smashville,
0: oh, a little Nashville God. puppy.
1: Nashville so, puppy.
0: You know, shout out to the hockey dogs. Hockey dogs are the best. We each have a, a dog. That is, we do not necessarily a hockey dog. No, you're probably hearing mine right now. <laughs> I've heard her a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, she's just, Piper is just all over this. Okay, my my fourth one is also semi-dog related. I mean, and by semi, I mean there is a dog in it. It's just an unexpected pairing of man and dog. Okay. Oh, my God. That's adorable. (laughs) It it is Mikhail Sergeyev with a tiny Yorkie. Uh, Does he
1: actually have said Yorkie? I
0: don't know, but it's so tiny and they're sitting in pink chairs.
1: It is so tiny.
0: It's like the most Florida thing I've ever seen. It is
1: very (laughs) Florida. Oh, I I I just saw it. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to send it to Muffy because, you know, you have the Yorkie. I do have the Yorkie and I kind of love it. I've now decided that's my top photo. What's your next photo? All right. I'm going to send it to you right now. It also has a dog in it.
0: Oh my god, is that a pupper and a proposal?
1: It is. And I'm I mean, again, I think the dog kind of steals the show. I mean, the amazing always for, steal the show. amazing for Dylan Larkin <gasps> and his girlfriend and the beautiful array of flowers and you know the Michigander lake in the background. But I'm sorry, the dog is front and center.
0: <laughs> this does look like it's an ad for pure Michigan. <laughs> does not it? <laughs> Like uh, like they should just be like, excuse me, can can we borrow your engagement
1: photo? Cause it just looks and slap the pure Michigan tourist logo on it. Cause- Let's can we just do
0: that? That would be very that would be very helpful to us and and, and our tourism. So my third photo fo- I'm finally veering away from dogs, but it okay. it is still semi um wild related, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I I'm sorry again, it's my second Tampa Bay Lightning photo. <laughs> It's all right, but get get ready for it. Oh my gosh, I saw. I have this one too. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. So, so it's Zach, Zach, Bogosian Zach Bogosian? wearing Will Wolverine. Hands, but I genuinely think he may also be tearing meat.
1: That—that's what they are. Yeah, that look—they're like bear claws
0: that you use to tear up meat. I also think it's very funny, <laughs> is because the way the angle the photo is taken. Did you ever see that SNL skit from from many many years ago with uh, the tiny hands on oh, the one? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it looks like to me. I, yes, I, I can see that. I
1: can see that. But he does look like he's gonna like tear your eyeballs out <laughs> so you a genuinely picked this photo too <laughs> i did i did i was one of my favorite things that i saw this summer
0: i also enjoy it because there is a very pink tiny atv, ATV. in the background yeah <laughs> so it's like oh that's adorable all right send me another one <laughs> send you send you another one okay 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 <laughs> things are about to get um <laughs> super jersey i'm, I'm okay. sorry okay <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. It's a good one.
1: Please explain what's happening in this photo. <laughs> well, I like that the caption is, two kings. I mean, uh... it is, I mean it is pretty true. And we have Henrik Lundqvist, the king. gets and better looking have, with age. It is true. He's another one. And then we have, you know... 80s rock star John Bon Jovi. The king of New Jersey. Well well, I guess Springsteen's
0: the boss. He can be the king.
1: Okay. <laughs> it sounds sounds good. I was gonna say good that. Do people
0: call him that? No, I just made that up. Right. <laughs> now <All> right.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're the music
0: expert, so I thought maybe uh, you know. No, I, I literally made that up. I mean the king is actually Elvis, but that's fine. <gasps> yes. <laughs> All right, hang
1: on. You have to you have to wait while I scroll back through Instagram again and find something in my saved one.
0: What <laughs> is happening
1: here? Yeah. So so that is that is Tyson from the Minnesota Wild, and it cracked me up because this felt like a very Florida photo and not it that really there are plenty of, plenty of lakes in Minnesota.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like that is something they're known for.
1: It is, but I just when I looked at it, I was
0: like this just feels like Florida. It looks like it could be part of. Remember when they were doing Alex Colorens doc talks? Oh yes, it does kind of look like that. It I also looks enjoyed. Like that. I also enjoyed the fact
1: that he, they have a hashtag for this. That's Tyson Tuesday. Tyson Tuesdays. Tuesday. Yeah,
0: it's deserving of its own. Of its own. I mean, there you go. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh my gosh! I know. <laughs> It's awkward uh, school photo day with Brandon Tanem and DJ Dallas, <laughs> and the Seahawks, yep. Yep. Uh, and the Kraken, respectively. Because they both have headshots where they look like deer in headlights, so it's just a it's the it's the step, uh stepbrothers poster. It's the stepbrothers poster. But my favorite my favorite comment is someone who just quoted Stepbrothers. It was just like, "Did we just become best just friends?" Yeah, this one had me giggling for like days. Yeah, no, that one is definitely a good one because there was a previous one with um, Brandon Tenev where it just showed his headshots over the years. Yeah,
1: and it's like you. He's you get giant wide eyes and everything.
0: <laughs> the first time he did it, it definitely wasn't on purpose. And then like <laughs> each time he took a team headshot, it just became more and more like this is yeah. my thing, and I'm sticking yep. to it.
1: I and I enjoy <laughs> that he made it a thing. <laughs>
0: I mean, you got you just gotta go with it.
1: You gotta uh, go yeah. with it.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> All right. Here comes my last one.
0: It is coming. Calendar- <laughs> yes. What is that? So, my miniature gold statue.
1: The Vegas Golden Knights have made these <laughs> miniature gold statues of what? some of the players. And they're just like popping on. Like you, you get them when you go to the game. Like it's one of the giveaways. But they've just been like popping them around town. And taking pictures of them in random places.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of amazing. It's also like tiny and awkward. And it has no arms. <laughs> they have no... They're like...
1: They're like presidential yep. busts. They <laughs> Oh
0: my god, that's too funny.
1: So be sure to follow five whole podcast on instagram to see the pictures we are talking about if you haven't already gone there to do so yeah we'll do a roundup it will be fun and, and that's it that's the end of the third period that, that, that <laughs> so, is it we we completed game one episode we one. completed
0: game one episode one we will be back for more <laughs> this is a bi-weekly situation so we'll always do a roundup of news we'll teach you something new and then we'll do something stupid sometimes there might be you know cocktails sometimes there might be arena food who knows the world is our oyster so if you enjoy enjoyed it I was about to say smash that subscribe button I've heard that on other (laughs) things and it sounds really corny and then I was like here I am saying it (laughs) Um, you know, Smashville, <laughs> Smashville. I mean, I could get behind Smashville. So yeah, follow, you know, you'll find us on you know the podcasting apps. Mm-hmm. Follow us. Make sure you subscribe, so you're always getting the latest. And where where can and you can follow
1: us on social media. On Instagram, we are Five Hole Podcast. On Twitter, we are Five Hole underscore Pod. And on Facebook, you can find us under Shut Your Five Hole and Listen. Get it. <laughs> And a fair warning for anyone tuning in to episode two of Shut Your Five Hole and Listen: there may be some heavy Tampa Bay Lightning content because we will be attending the home opener game. Uh, so plenty <laughs> of stuff coming from that. And I mean, you already got a taste of our Tampa bias today. So
0: sorry, but we promise, we promise, we will give you other news. You know, yes, and if you've got absolutely. a hot tip on your team, send us shoot us a message, and we'll 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 get it on the pod. And with Absolutely. that, have a have a grand old time with yourself. Until next time. <laughs> Bye.